The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bye. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, filmed live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Want to give a shout out to all the friendos for coming out yesterday for our uh, friendo arc friendo club arcade session. Uh, yeah. Played some Rocket League. Played some. Uh, we need to figure out. You and I need to figure out a time and day where we can sort of just take. I don't know how long it takes, but get with the mods and play some Among Us. So that. Oh boy, I can't yeah. believe we're going to do this. But we did make this announcement. We decided. You decided, and I yeah, reluctantly yeah. came oh, along. Yeah, it's official. We're doing this. <sighs> Our elect- election night, baby. Election night. We're playing more games. Uh, as the returns come in, oh, God, we're going to be playing uh, Among Us. Uh, and uh, you'll ever either see us just absolutely devastated or elated, oh, uh, but we're going to do it together, all of us together. Nothing heavy, man. Nothing heavy. You know, we're pulling for our team, obviously. Look, man, if you all listen to Going In Raw, you've pretty much figured out, you know, who we are. Uh, so, yeah, election night, we're going to be doing it. If anybody out there wants, wants to... to, to to see a, a fascinating of, human yes. experiment. Go back to the November, what was it? November 8th? I think it, I think 7th, it technically 7th, was on the 9th, like when the actual episode gotcha. is like listed as. It's a SmackDown review, something about Alexa Bliss or something. 2016, yeah. November 8th, yeah. 9th, something like that. And the returns were coming in that particular night. You could and see you could us. See- you can see the heartbreak. You can see our live reactions. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's not talk about that stuff. We'll, we'll talk election night. Yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll do a gaming stream. We'll have some alcohol. We'll have some fun. We'll play some uh, Among Us with some friendos. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. Um, yep. Or uh, soul crushing. I don't know. either one. Either one. I don't know. I either. guess it's good to be around friends when bad things happen. You got uh, that it's good right. to be around friends when good things happen. Tonight was you got that right. AEW Dynamite's anniversary show. All the championships were on the line. None of the championships changed hands. And uh, not a lot of big angles. I guess the biggest angle that actually happened maybe was MJF finally coming out and saying, hey, man, I want to join uh, your clubhouse here, the uh, the inner circle. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of course, that got pushed uh, because next week they're going to have a steak dinner 
Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna that's gonna do stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought there was a lot of good wrestling. I thought that I kind of felt like it's the anniversary show, and I thought we were gonna get like some big angles. The wrestling was really good. I actually really enjoyed the Mox Archer match. It was kind of a, a truncated version of what they did at Tokyo Dome. That's that, even down that table spot. That's the same exact spot they did. At oh, the, I don't even know. I don't even know if I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We you don't know if you watched it. We did two two consecutive days streaming that. They had a mat. They, they really okay. Yeah, day two. Yeah, I don't remember. I was probably just so distraught that somebody stole a. That's what it is. I was so distraught that somebody stole Big Red. I don't remember the ins and outs of that. I don't match. think that happened yet. Dude, it was in the middle of the night. What do you want from me? I'm not going to remember that shit. Um, so, anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought, it, I thought it was a good show. I don't want to talk crap because people in the comments be like, Steve always undersells AEW. Well, that's the, well here, I'm, I'm top AEW shill. Right? right? Yeah, you, you can't question something. my, my AEW something. fandom. It felt a little off to me. Did feel, I mean, there were some good matches. Felt a little off. And that happens every once in a while with 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 dynamite. Sometimes when the everything hits right, it's great. Tonight, some good wrestling. Something felt a little bit off. Just felt a little bit off. Yeah, I I'll, I'll put it this way. I think my thing about tonight, I've, I've I remember shows that have felt a little bit off. I don't. Yeah, it's it is sort of weird. How you can't really put a finger on it. I was just a little off. I think it was more like you. I got the sense tonight that like they wanted to have a big show. But they didn't want they didn't want to commit to anything big happening. Um, it could be it's, it's, well, it's a situation too where there's that they probably want to they want to put forth the the idea the image of a huge show without delivering on the promise of huge show because they got a pay per view happening in less than a month that I think they you know because like we had thought maybe they'll do the 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 shot of uh, you know do the inverse of Mox rising up behind Kenny of Kenny rising up behind Mox they're probably gonna do that at full gear after Kenny wins that tournament. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like uh, it, that's going to be pushed for another month or whatever. So, in, you know, you have a TNT title match and then you have Darby Allen watching it from the stands. As soon as they show that shot, you're like, well, Orange ain't winning now. Darby's watching the watching the match. He's got history with Cody. And then during the match, they announced that Darby's getting a title shot and, you're, and you just say, well, for damn sure, Orange Cassidy's not winning now. Darby Allen has history with Cody. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even hear that part that he was getting so, a title shot. Yeah, they had a lower third and everything. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So it's like you take all the drama out of this, and it was a good match. It was a really good match. It went the time limit. It was really, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But you suck the drama out of it when you have Darby Allen watching the crowd, and now that like he's getting title shot at full gear, all the drama's gone. I know Orange ain't winning. Yeah, I kind of figured Orange wasn't winning anyways, just because Cody's not going to come back, and then and then like they would have. Oh, let's be honest, man. Orange Cassidy shouldn't have been in this match in the first place. He had a TNT Championship match two weeks ago and he lost. Yeah, he got beat by Brody. <clears throat> so I don't know what that was all about. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. There there was no there was no Hangman tonight. There was no Kenny tonight. Uh, the brackets for the tournament looked good. Oh, I didn't even get a. Penta, did that. you watch the show? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I got a whole bunch of notes written down. When did that happen? Um, uh, you got Penta and Phoenix in the first round. I think it's Penta and Phoenix, and then Kenny and so Joey Janela, and then Wardlow and shit. Anyway, it's been like Kenny and Hangman on the opposite sides of the bracket, so that's gonna be your final. 
Oh, okay. Boys on the Hangman side. Um, Warlow's over there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot who else was in it. <laughs> I feel like I meant to write it down or do a screen cap, and I just, I just didn't. Oh, that's kind of surprising. You didn't put it in your notes. Well, I didn't. Even, I put, I put I in my notes. I put in so my like... notes that they did. Okay, here we go. Heel long heavy has it. Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Page versus Colt. Kenny Janela and Lucha Bros taking on each other. Oh, that's so we'll fun. get Wardlow, Wardlow Page, and Kenny versus. I don't know. If they want to do Ken, probably be Kenny versus Phoenix since we haven't seen that in AEW. Oh, of course, at All In yeah. we saw we saw Kenny and Penta, so they might give us that. That's fine. They might give us Phoenix versus uh versus Kenny. I feel like I feel like X Pac on that one episode we saw of uh, his After Buzz oh, TV yeah, show. Yeah. When so what happened on Raw? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, let's talk about Raw. What happened on it? <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of what happened on things, let's just kick this off. FTR uh, versus The Best Friends kicked off the anniversary show. Uh, this is, again, this is a really fun match. Uh, probably went longer than the 20-minute time limit of their usual matches, yeah. but this had a 60-minute time limit because this is a pretty, a pretty long match. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it, honestly, dude, there it was. It <laughs> it was a really fun match. It was a really, really good match. Uh, I mean, at one point, Tully tried to get involved. He tried the tricks that he tried before. That didn't really work. Uh, yeah, yeah, tripping up uh, Chuck while he's doing a suplex. Yeah. So at one point, uh, I mean, best friends got a bunch of close, uh, close counts. Uh, at one point, uh, they go to uh, Trent and uh, Cash go to the outside, and uh, Kip is playing his stupid arcade game. And uh, uh, Cash sends Trent through that, shattering the well, thing. Trent, basically, Trent tries to to spear Cash, and Cash got out of the way. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, he got out of the way, and so that thing just gets decimated. And Kip is standing there with like you know the the front panel right there. Yeah, so the control. He's stuff, upset. Yeah. He yells for Penelope to go get Miro. Uh, that takes a while. So in the meantime, Cash, evidently not wanting a countout victory carries Trent all the way back to the ring where they end up getting a, a dirty win anyways with the title, even though it was a pin. I so, guess that's what they wanted. So I could probably piece this together, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So the spot saw, uh, let me go to my notes here, the finish, because, yeah, he, uh, someone get, here we go. So Chuck has, so, yeah, go uh, ahead. Chuck calls for the awful waffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dax blocks it. He sends Chuck into the ropes. So they rebound off kind of. And when they start to rebound off, Rick knocks like cowers, like he's about to get hit. Yeah. And I understand kind of the point where he thinks the rebound is going to hit him. Yeah. But if he has enough reaction time to do this, yeah. I mean, he's a referee, has been it for a long time. Doesn't he have enough reaction time to sidestep? Okay. Yeah. And then there's additionally on top of that, I didn't watch the if they did a replay or not because they went right into Miro and then another match. I don't think yeah. they did a replay. Maybe they did. But uh, Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter was like, dude, that ref totally like should have seen like and heard the title hit uh, Trent uh, for that. So, yeah, it was kind of a crap finish because the whole thing about Cash bringing Trent back in, I mean, was that be, hey, we're having our time with these guys. We want to put them away. We don't want to have to deal with them again if it's a count out. Maybe that's a thought their commentary didn't really sell why he'd be doing that. A win is a win, especially in their book when they seem to be able to control their rules to an extent. Um, but not in this match for whatever reason. But not in this match. So, uh, so yeah, anyways, Dax gets the pin on Chuck for three after the uh, the, the, the title shot. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, otherwise, the meat of the match, it was really good. I mean, these guys can't put on a bad match. 
Yeah, uh, it was fun. It was fun. It just comes down to the finish. So right after that, Miro comes running down because Penelope has gotten him. He seems really upset that an arcade cabinet is broken. He takes out the best friends. Uh, good friends, as he calls them. Good friends. Then Yeah, he gets on the mic and he says, hey, good friends. You broke my shit. That was after uh, Miro basically single-handedly defeated uh, Sean Maluda and Lee Johnson. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I thought that one the other way. Yeah. So, like, he had, they have a match immediately following. They Yeah, Miro. Kip literally tagged in for one move, a splash, yeah, I move. think. Uh, and then leaves again, tags out. Miro uh, destroys uh, Maluda. I was, I was actually happy that Lee Johnson really – he didn't really get – too dirty in this match because I really like Lee Johnson and I don't mm-hmm. want him to yeah, be he's good. humiliated by, you know, getting the shit beat out of him by Miro. Miro uh, beat, uh, made Maluda tap out with uh, the accolade or the whatever. It's game called. over is what it's called now. Don't the, call it the game uh, over. Accolade hey, that's what JR called it. And uh, I felt like Excalibur was about to get up and slap him. <laughs> oh, the accolade's such a great, it's such a great name. It is. It is. I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm not into the, like best friends have a, a feud, which was uh, with some really great matches, but over a minivan. Now they're in a feud over a gaming cabinet. Whatever, it's, it's gonna have some cool match. Oh, I hope it's gonna have some cool matches. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. After that, uh, Archer and Mox they're brawling backstage, and then the bracket for the tournament was unveiled. Talked about that earlier. And then we get an MJF promo. So you know, he 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 MJF is verbose. Uh, in this sense, I think is to really build the anticipation of what his huge, uh, y- you know, career redefining announcement is. You so know, first, he kind of what one luxury that he has. I, I, who's the person I always compare this guy to? Young Chris Jericho. Yeah, 1997 Chris Jericho. One thing that Chris Jericho has said, maybe it was in his book, maybe it was a podcast. I don't know what he said that the way he made sure to get over in WCW was. If they said, hey, you don't have time for a promo. Well, can I speak while I'm walking to the ring? Yeah. He had to discover efficiency of words, which is, I wish, something that they would make MJF do because he can go for a long time. He's entertaining. He, he really is. Yes. But yes. they let him go for a long he time. Is not, he is not dull on the microphone. Right. He is not. Right. So uh, he comes out. He starts touting his accomplishments his first year of AEW. Says he's just not there to get on top. He's there to stay on top, just like Jericho, who he then calls out to the ring. Jericho and the inner circle come to the ring with their jackets on, the ones that MJF gave to him. Uh, MJF points out that Sammy now has a jacket. Uh, He says, hey, put it on. Sammy doesn't want to. says it's like a blanket. Jericho tells him to put it on. It's a gift. Sammy puts it on, and it's way too long. It's like a 5X. He's swimming in it. Yeah. So uh, MJF really starts buttering up Jericho, uh, puts him over his puts over his physique, which he must have done some crunches because he did have some abs. Oh, his abs look great. Uh, uh, puts over his hair. He wants to touch it. His hair. Uh, Jericho says, "Yes, you may touch my hair." Uh, MJF does. He says it's silky, it's soft. Uh, Jericho cuts him off. Says, uh, "Cut the shit. Make your announcement already." Uh, MJF says that he and Jericho are the two top draws, minute by minute, segment by segment in AEW. They have been on top of their game since AEW started, yet they have never gotten physical in the ring. And he says, uh, Chris, when you're at home sitting on your couch watching Animal Planet, and Jericho says, I hate Animal Planet. And MJF says, okay, that's weird. Anyways, when you're at home watching animals on the television, you never see two piranhas eat each other because they have mutual respect. 
So we're here. We're swimming around. We're finding our prey, but their prey are adapting. So he suggests that they join forces. He struggles to get it out, but he finally says he might want to join the inner circle. Um, Jericho confirms this, and right as uh, MJS about to speak more, Ortiz snatches the mic from him. Thank God. He says, "You're just you're just living out a childhood fantasy here. We don't want you in the inner circle." And Jericho says, well, hold on. We all make, we're a family. We make our decisions together, but I'll let you know next week. How about we meet up one-on-one for a steak dinner? But they perform this and frame this as if they're meeting next week for a match. Yeah, one-on-one you know. with a steak dinner. Do you know what yeah. a steak dinner is? <laughs> yeah, I know what a steak dinner is. You tell me you want to meet up for a steak dinner. I do want to meet up for a steak dinner. You're on. Yeah. So next week, they're going to have a steak dinner. <laughs> I like that he thinks piranhas don't eat each other because they have respect for each other. <laughs> Uh, Maybe piranhas do eat each other. Yeah, I don't know. It's a metaphor, whatever. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, anyways, uh, so after that, we had uh, this really great Britt Baker and uh, oh, this was Tony Shivani at the spa uh, uh, situation where they're they're laying on the table. They're getting... What are they doing? Facials or like a facial massage? Uh, one of those things. And Britt yeah. Baker's talking about like, you know, her her comeback story, this, that, the other. And then she looks over and notices that Tony doesn't have any clothes on. I mean, he's draped, you know, but it, yeah. she says he's naked and starts freaking out. Her and Rebel both start freaking out over it. Uh, and then they start doing a thing, which literally just looked like they were, like they were rolling camera 
on like various funny activities at the spa, like waxing his chest. They were doing the waxing of the chest thing, getting it. It all seemed like just legit reactions from him. Her, yeah, it was pretty funny. Their relationship is so great because there was that one bit where she was like, "You weren't even there for that for my comeback match," and he said, "Yeah, because the young bucks super kicked my jaw off." I yeah, like good. that he yells back at her. That's yeah. where their relationship has evolved to. It's so much fun to watch these two together. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. After that, TNT title match, Orange Cassidy versus Cody. Um, really good match. Cody came back. He's got the, the blonde hair again. Yeah. All two weeks of dark hair. Yeah. Totally called that last week. Um, uh, he's got the rock tape on his neck and his shoulders, selling the effects of the dog collar match last week. Cut to Darby up in the cheap seats. Match hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. And they're already saying, with Darby up there, this is who Cody is facing sometime soon. <laughs> Not Orange Cassidy, Cody. Yeah. Because Darby and Cody have what? History. History. Yeah. History. So, of course, it's going to be Darby. Uh, anyways, uh, leading up to this match, Cody was, was saying that he's going to make Orange Cassidy lock up for the first time in his career. Collar and elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he goes for one. Orange ducks. Act like he's about to lock up. Get the hand in the pockets. Uh, and then Cody shoves him. Off goes Orange. There's uh, sunglasses. He kicks him out of the ring. Then he's the one that instigates the lockup. Um, and then early on, it's, it's Cassie trying to out-wrestle Cody. Cody overpowering him, taking control. Uh, but it was a really fun match. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was it was absolutely terrific. There was a little bit of dicking around. Dark Order was, uh, yeah. was trying to distract. John Silver grabbed the title, started acting a fool. Uh, oh, he's the best. Cassidy took he's it. So he funny. really is the best. Cassidy took it from him, gave it back to Arn, trying to do this legit. Uh, and uh, Cody was really going uh, pretty hardcore after Orange Cassidy's leg. Uh, mm-hmm. wrapped, like he did the thing where he like wrapped around the post, uh, uh, working in a bunch, uh, got the figure four on. They did, they flipped it over a couple different times. Uh, Orange Cassidy came alive with a really big DDT towards the finish. Beach break got him a two. Uh, he goes for an orange punch. Cody evades. He rolls him up. Cody, uh, I'm sorry. Orange Cassidy rolls up Cody right mm-hmm. as the, the guy, the, the, the ring announcer was counting down from 10 to signal the uh, the end of the time limit. And uh, so ref counts one, two, and that's when the, the ring announcer said. The timing of that was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It was, yeah, it was it was pretty spectacular. Uh, really, really terrific match. Just really terrific match. It was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, then, was, it was a lot of fun. Then it was announced later on in the show that in two weeks, uh, Cody and Orange Cassidy are going to have rematch. But it was also announced during this match that Darby Allen would get a TNT title shot at full gear against Cody. At the least against Cody. Maybe they'll do some triple threat stuff. I don't know. but uh, they, I mean, honestly, they should do a fatal four-way. If the Dark Order keeps on getting involved with this, and that, that Brody necessitates in there, yeah. Brody in there, if, yep. they, if, if they do something else next week, I mean, look, the Dark Order is probably going to come back next week. I'm sorry, in two weeks. Uh, wonk that finish. Uh, Darby Allen will probably, you know, I mean, they already said he's going to have a, a shot. So have mm-hmm. all four of them there at, uh, at full gear. That could mm-hmm. be a really fun match. Yeah. Have Brady Lee get that belt back. Yes, that's what I'll be rooting for. Uh, so after that, we uh, get an interview backstage with Jake Roberts and Lance Archer. Jake is starting to explain why Lance attacked Mox, and that's when Mox comes in from behind Archer and lays him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that, we had Matt Hardy with his family sitting ringside. He's had like the Tony longest shirt on. He had like such a that shirt was so long. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh, you know, he has a health, health update. He says he practically feels perfect in many ways. He's happy to be there with his family. He's cleared. And then on the Tron, a hooded figure appears, walks into like a maybe like a parking garage or something, some sort of kind of large room. And there's a bunch of pictures of Matt Hardy hanging up. He lights them on fire. And then pretty much the least dramatic means possible, it's just Sammy Kavar. <laughs> He's like turns around to Sammy. Did hey, would let me ask you something. Was your number one? I was like, oh, somebody's stepping up to challenge Matt Hardy, a new figure. Is this gonna be uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Perfect's kid, uh, uh, McGillicuddy. Oh, Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Joe Joe Hennig is his name, right? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it gonna be Joe Hennig? Is it gonna be somebody else that I forgot about that I didn't? Is this gonna be a New Japan thing? Oh, it's Sammy Guevara. They had like. A massively memorable, for the wrong reasons, blow-off match already. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess we're going to get more because Sammy has a promo. Not in the hood. He went changed <laughs> to do his promo. He's got an inner circle shirt on now. And he says, uh, was there ever a question? It was me. It was me all along. Yeah, dude. He he seems so like sheepish when he said it was me. It was me all along. Like it was a requirement to say that. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so he's never going to stop. Whenever they clear Matt, I'm going to send you back to the hospital. This isn't over. Uh, Sammy says, this isn't over until I send you home for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, <sighs> uh, was this uh, when they did the tag team lottery thing? For Yeah, they got okay. the tumbler out there. So is this match taking place next week? Is that right? Yes. Okay, so next week they're going to have a uh, four teams battle it out to determine a number one contender. <laughs> Young Bucks. Uh, and uh, they did a lottery. And all the tag teams showed up to determine who's going to be in this match. Uh, it was Private Party were drawn mm-hmm. number one. Silver and Reynolds drawn number mm-hmm. two, and Silver was That's acting great. just an absolute fool. Um, great. Uh, Butcher and the Blade, awesome, number three. And uh, four, Tony was very upset about this. He said, ugh, the Young Bucks. So they come out, and uh, they do a cheesy, like, go up to the FTR and shake their hands, and then as soon as they shake them, they pull them in. And uh, the, Nick gets on the mic, and he's like, uh, we're not here to super kick you, Tony. We're here to super kick everyone else. So they super kick people, and there's a big brawl that breaks out. Uh, yeah. They end up super kicking the private party there in the end. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that'll be a really fun match, though. Oh, it will be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, after that, uh, women's title match, Big Swole taking on uh, Hikaru Shida. Before the match began, though, they announced the main event now no dq we got some inside info here in our twitch chat about this too mm-hmm. the designer of big swole's gear uh darius Corey, he's a friend who's just hanging out here in chat with us uh yeah. said he based the design off of Ironheart, the black female iron man air currently in marvel comics so, so cool probably end up uh in a marvel movie at some point uh something about this match feel a little off to you no, no, not necessarily. Oh, all right. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I didn't think so. I thought it was a pretty solid match. I gave it three stars. Why? What did you, you think oh, it was right. a kind of all off right. match? It's okay to say so. Yeah, no, I mean, at it, 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 the beginning especially, it felt, I don't know, like, I don't know if the timing was off. I don't know what it was, but something, it just felt, because, like, she does usually, like, really sharp. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, you know. so, yeah, no, people here are saying it was a locker. I don't know. I was probably digging in my chicken strips at the time, so. Oh, man, you had chicken strips? Yeah, dude, they're heck of good, too. Where'd you get them from? This is my freezer. <laughs> they're like the Tyson ones, man. But if oh, they, yeah. put those in the oven, they're just totally, they taste no different than the ones you get at a, at a restaurant. I know. I get mine from Trader Joe. I put them in the microwave for a bit and put them in the toaster oven to, to crisp them up. 
They're amazing. Oh man, they're so. And I got some like a uh, some chicken dipping sauce uh, mm-hmm. that's supposed to replicate what you get from. It might be Chick Fil A. It might be I don't know one of those places mm. that has like a dipping mm. sauce. Well, it's not Chick Fil A brand. I can support it. It's just a good chicken dipping sauce. I'll tell you what's good for for dipping your your chicken strips. I'm not a huge ranch dressing guy. You get some sriracha ranch. Oh man, man, I know oh, about man. the ranch dipping. I'm past that now. I'm, I'm talking sriracha ranch. I'm moving man. on next to level. Sriracha, it's a whole new dimension of flavor. Anyways, talk about the sloppy match, Larson. <laughs> well, it's kind of what. So, like the story they they were doing early on, the commentary is really pushing this. Was that uh, Sheeta was matching Swole's power, yeah. like move for move. I feel like I feel like I got caught like not paying attention in class. To be honest, when he said, "Hey, does this match a lot?" It was like that time. Uh, it was like that time. I was like, "Yeah, dude." It did seem like Ivelisse was like no selling shit, and you're like, "No, it seemed fine to me." <laughs> well, I man, at, at that match, I was like, "Yeah, something fell a off, but I didn't know no selling." Um, so I don't know if it's a situation where like Sheeta got like for a moment tired or something. I don't know. <laughs> she wanted to take a nap because she was trying to do a a, a kip up. And she didn't hit it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, those chicken strips are good. They must have been really good. Yeah, man. And I, and I thought, I was like watching that. I was like, oh, man, is she tired? That's I mean, I'm not saying that as a, as a slight because she was like, she was, you know, working hard. Yeah, you try to do you a know? kip up, man. That's probably tough. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I know I can't. Have you ever tried to? I can try. I'd I know hurt I can't. myself big time. Oh, I would. I would. I would hurt my back and at least one of my knees and maybe my ankle. <laughs> I would hurt a lot of body parts. I'm, it's not, I'm not. I'm, I think Sheeta's great. It's not a slight on her. It's just something about this match felt off, and and you know that spot in particular is like, oh, maybe she, you know, maybe she's tired. I don't know. I don't know. Our uh, our Lopez Ortiz here has a point. Is it maybe it's the humidity? That'll I thought that too. That'll mess with you, hot. man. That'll mess hot. with you. Yeah. It's humid, and that's entirely possible. And, and uh, hats off to all these wrestlers wrestling outdoors in probably eighty degree temperatures with eighty degree eighty percent humidity. What do you think? That must be. What do you miserable. think is worse? Uh, Daly's place now, or uh, uh, the Sportatorium during the Von Erichs run. That was supposed to be a hot building, and that's all inside. People probably smoked in the arena back then too. Oh, I'm f- for sure. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think the Sportatorium is probably worse. I don't know, man. There's something about humidity, humidity, if, especially if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. It, like, saps your life force. Right? It does. No, you're absolutely right. Last time I went to Florida, man, like, as soon as you're there, I went to Singapore. I was actually surprised. Like, the one time I went, I think I went, I don't know if I went once or twice. But when I went to Singapore, like, I went for, like, a week a, a, 10 years ago. That yeah. is, like, one of the most humid places you can go. You go outside and you're just swimming. You're mm-hmm. swimming in it, man. And uh, yeah, it, it just saps the life out of you. Consumable uh, Pete asked, "Wasn't PWG Reseda hot?" Yeah, that's just because there's a lot of people in there. There's no air conditioning. That's but just, I never felt that's just like musty. PWG really wasn't that bad. Mister Love says Sportatorium was pretty bearable. How old is Mister Love? I don't know. Must have some firsthand experience. I'm talking about like back in the '80s, man. Yeah. Oh, Doug said Sportatorium had giant fans. Ooh, okay. Maybe that was maybe that was nice. I thought it was like super. Mr. Love is forty one, so it's entirely possible he could have been there in the eighties. Anyways, it, I mean, like the, the, at the beginning, it felt like something was a little bit off. They got it together. The match kind of delivered at the end. Um, Swell was trying to hit dirty dancing, and she did was avoiding it. Uh, hit her with a straight jacket suplex. That was always cool. 
hits a shining wizard, falcon arrow, uh, gets a two. Uh, Sheeta goes for another shining wizard. Swole evades that, hits dirty dancing, covers. Sheeta grabs the ropes and uh, bottom rope, and then Sheeta hits uh, two shining wizards to get the win. So uh, a strong showing for Swole. He took two finishers essentially to defeat her. Um, but Sheeta retains. This is probably the one title that that you thought could change hands tonight. I didn't I didn't actually think that was going to happen. I was just really hoping it would happen. I thought that it, out of all the titles, it sort of made the most sense because like she has a, a built-in feud with with Brit, but uh and like they really haven't done anything with Sheeta. Why don't you give it to somebody? But I mean, during the match they they focused on uh, on Nyla Rose at one point. So mm. uh maybe they'll get back into that. Uh, so I think it was during this match they announced that the main event was going to be a no mm-hmm. disqualification match mm-hmm. because of the events from earlier, and Jr. was not happy about that. Oh come on, they're gonna. Oh, that's too much. That's too much to ask of them. Uh, yeah. So after that match, also Eddie Kingston and crew uh, started making their way towards the announce table while they threw to a Sean Spears video. Yes. So uh, apparently he's got beef with uh, Scorpio Sky. Uh, going back because uh, at, at, was it late night dynamite? Uh, Scorpio Sky uh, got involved towards the end of Sean Spears' match, kept him from beating up on Matt Seidel, and so he's got an issue with that because yeah. Sean's felt like he was denied a moment. Uh, and then we had our main event: uh, Lance Archer with his shiny NASA uh, astronaut. Pants. Yeah, it looked like he was ready to go in outer space. He was, man. And, uh, of course, uh, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston hopped on commentary for this because it looks like that's going to be Mox's uh, full-gear opponent, I would Yeah, imagine. man, they look right past Archer, haven't they? They've just been looking right past him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it makes me wonder, though. It makes me wonder if they have – I don't know what the main event for full-gear is going to be, but if it is Mox versus Kingston – and Kenny comes out of that tournament. From the moment Kenny wins, they're going to be looking past Eddie. <laughs> Even during the match, I'm going to say, "Kenny's, so Kenny's waiting right there for Mox." Here's here's what could really deliver uh, if it's if it's Mox and Eddie in the main event. Let them have one of those uh, uh, unsanctioned lights out matches. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be good because that's been that's been Eddie's thing is is Mox went up north became Mister Sports Entertainment, um, you know he doesn't have and, and left the rest of us behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and if they really if they want to take that story to the logical conclusion, Eddie's got to say, oh, you're not tough enough to handle this type of stuff anymore, and Mox has to prove that. He well, is. they could. I mean, they made a pretty decent story about Eddie. Um, you could also go in this way. I like I like your idea, but you could go. You know, he didn't technically lose the battle royal he didn't technically he didn't tap out or get pinned uh during his match with mox so what match could they set up then where there is a definitive like you don't have to get pinned you don't have to get submitted you know some sort of a a, a tko or a knockout type situation you know where it's definitive. Last man standing. Type last thing, man yeah. standing. Exactly, an I quit match. I mean, they haven't done an I, a last man standing match. I don't think they so. They haven't done an I quit match. Um, so you could go one of those routes as well, because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be the stories that I I never lost these things. Yeah. Um, so he has to he has to be broken basically. 
Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But the, this main event was all right. Um, they did a lot of spots that uh, I recall from the Tokyo Dome uh, uh, match they had, which I recall was pretty good, um, including the paradigm shift through the tables. And it was like in the same exact spot, two tables right next to each other, same exact spot next to the ring. Once Archer started setting those tables up, I was thinking, oh, man, they're going to do that spot from Tokyo Dome. <laughs> um, but like Mox hits the ring, immediately hits uh, Lance with a paradigm shift. Uh, Lance kicks out at two. Uh, I mean, Archer kicked out at two paradigm shifts. Three. Yeah. Yeah. It, after three paradigm shifts, he still kicked out. Well, yeah, and they gave him, they gave him the uh, the surprise. He very casually got out of that, that uh, bulldog choke, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they gave him the surprise finish. The, yeah. oh, man, I didn't see that coming finish, as opposed to Mox beating him, you know? But it was also after Archer's finisher. And Mox more or less no sold that. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it it was a no sell. I mean, you look, you gotta you gotta make Mox look pretty good too. But you know, Archer didn't didn't look terrible in this. I mean, he actually looked pretty damn good in this match. I mean, he was right yeah. up after the pin, saying, "Whoa, whoa, wait a second. And that's I think they just seemed to think because that happened. Oh, was isn't that how? Uh, no, Brody got beat. They did that with somebody else. I feel recently where it was. They got sort of surprised by the win, like the other guy escaped out of it. Who's the last guy Mox fought? Was it Eddie? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the one then? I don't know what I'm thinking. You're of. thinking of Baron Corbin. That's why he loses most of his matches. No, I'm not thinking of Baron Corbin. Anyway, this is what this is no DQ. Went to the floor a bit. Said there was tables involved, some chairs, garbage cans. Uh, at one point, uh, Mox sets up a couple chairs facing each other. Uh, he goes for like a Death Valley driver through it. Archer escapes that. Choke slams Mox through those chairs. Um, Archer goes for a chair shot. Mox locks him in, in a knee bar. What was the finish uh, to the... Sorry, Yoshibul says uh, Butcher was the last guy. What was the finish to that match, to the Butcher match? Did he just beat him with the... Uh, it wasn't just a straight paradigm shift, was it? Or a choke? Was it a choke? I thought he beat him with a gotch pile driver. Oh. Anyway, sorry, you continue. Anyways, uh, so uh, Mox locks in the knee bar. Archer pulls himself out of the ring, uh, pulls a garbage can from under. Mox goes for a suicide dive. Archer bashes Mox in the head with it, uh, pushes Mox into the apron. Uh, looks, He looks to hit a paradigm shift on the tables. Mox counters with a low blow. He hits the paradigm shift through those tables, set up ringside earlier by Archer, gets in the ring, hits another, gets to two. Mox right into the bulldog choke. Lance really casually just gets up. Um, Mox tries to roll him up. Uh, Lance kicks out right into a DDT, then blackout, covers, and then Mox reverses that cover into a crucifix pin to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so immediately after, uh, uh, Arch Archer's pissed off because he's like, oh, man, I didn't see that coming. He starts uh, bullying the ref a little bit, then he goes over to Mox, uh, starts attacking him. Eddie Kingston says, hey, guys, go go take care of that. So Phoenix gets in there. He says, go help him. Yeah, go and help I thought, him. Oh, they're going to they're gonna go beat down Mox. Uh, I had a feeling that it was going to go the other way. I had a feeling it was like, go help him. I was like, oh, they're going to, they're going to, he's going to buddy up to Mox here. Um, so Phoenix attacks Archer with a chair. Archer no sells mm-hmm. that. Uh, Jake convinces Archer, hey, we, let's get out of here. Goddamn, we got to get out of here. So they leave. That leaves Mox on the floor with uh, Kingston and his guys. 
So Kingston starts talking. He starts pumping them up a little bit, talking about how they go back a long ways. He says, hey, everybody raise your hand for Mox. He raises Mox's hand, and Mox starts chatting him up a little bit. Uh, that happens a little bit more. Kingston's like, come on, everybody, raise your hands for him. Then he gives him this nasty back elbow. Then he gets him within a rear naked choke. Uh, there in the ring, the refs come down to try to break that up, and Penta and Phoenix sort of uh, keep them away. And uh, Eddie releases the choke, uh, grabs the title, says, look at this thing. Look at it. It's beautiful. He said, I never tapped. I never quit. I'm going to get you, Mox. Well, there you go. There's your dynamite. Lights out. There's your dynamite Lights anniversary out. show. Lights out main event for Full Gear. Get another shot of uh, outside Tony Khan's office with uh, Mox arguing with him. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, we want to answer some questions. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. The fact that he said I never tapped, I never quit. That was gonna be that was gonna be a I quit match. That's what it was gonna be. Maybe, maybe. that'd be a really fun thing for Kingston. For him to cry out, I quit. Mm-hmm. That could be good stuff. Uh, Ashley is a peach. Says uh, Rebby never seems like she wants to be on camera. <laughs> she probably doesn't. Oh, thank you for the gifted subs, Ricky Scurvy. Thank you, Ricky Scurvy. You're still trash. Uh, Gregory Fiola. <clears throat> did you hear Miro call best friends good friends? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was that was pretty great. funny. He says, also, have you liked Miro being booked so far? I have not liked how Miro's been booked so far. This is one of the things. Look, <clears throat> this is one of those things where you let the wrestlers do what they want to do. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. With AEW, I do feel like they give them the breathing room to succeed or fail. And if it fails, they'll just pivot. They won't panic. So I, I have faith that eventually, I mean, it'll probably catch on regardless because Miro is a very charismatic individual. He has a habit of getting anything over basically. Yeah, he does. And this is kind of the ultimate test because gamer guys, I just, I'm not into it. I I don't need an arcade cabinet out there in the crowd. Mm-mm. Getting into feuds over broken arcade cabinets. No, not really not into, into that it. stuff. Not but into it. it's Miro. Like, I mean, he'll be fine. You know, whatever. Eventually, hopefully. Uh, Dang MQs asks, why was Nyla Rose in attendance? Shouldn't she be in the back and come out and attack Sheeta after the match? Instead, she was in attendance with an evil glare at Sheeta. Uh, Nyla Rose has been number one contender basically ever since she lost that title. She has yet to have a match. She's, for she's scouting. She's, that's what she's, she's scouting. She's watching, intimidating, getting in her opponent's headspace. Hold up. Hold up. Man from out west asked, have you tried the chicken strips from Del Taco? I didn't know they had chicken strips. I haven't even thought about it. All right, get on that, Steve. I, I'm going to get on it? Well, you have a Del Taco right near your house. Uh, yeah, it's not that I'm not that far from you. You can come. Fine, I'll go to Del Taco. You don't have to twist my arm. Uh, Dog Authority figure. Why does Jericho hate the Discovery Channel? Animal Planet. It was Animal Planet. Animal Planet. And MJF said it's because it wasn't part of the Turner Family Network. <laughs> uh, Hugh Longheavy says, I believe Sheeta's knee finisher should be called the three count. Oh, it is called the three count because of a movie she was in that got her started in wrestling. That's right. She was an actress before she got into wrestling. That's cool. Uh, Steve Klein, which AEW wrestler would you go to the spa with? Probably, 
probably Hangman because, like, if you could drink at the spa, that could be fun. Yeah, that could be like a fun guys. I'll day. say I'll say Kenny because a couple times was that called cupping where they have they put the cups on you to get the blood flow going to sore parts. They do that at the spa. I don't know if they do it at the spa, but they do it someplace, and he would know that place. And I mean, I would like to try that on my neck and see if it helps Isn't my neck. Isn't that out. just like the medical trainer guy does that? Maybe. Hmm. We could try. You want to try that? I'll try that on you. I'm not gonna trust you with that. Don't you just get like a like we can get a vacuum cleaner, and then like a little plastic like a solo cup, put it on the vacuum cleaner, just extra power. <sighs> Ashley is a peach. Is it weird that Eddie Kingston keeps referring to Penta as his best friend and not Phoenix? Oh, I think it's hilarious. Seems a little awkward. I think it's hilarious. Uh, let's see here. Uh, B Rock says rate the form on Cody's push-ups. Says he only went down forty percent and his shoulders were at a twenty degree angle. B- yeah, I don't think he goes down far enough. B Rock seems to not be into Cody's push up form. He doesn't go down all the way, and he doesn't. He doesn't get full. He doesn't like extend when he when he pushes back up either. You know, man, I'm not going to criticize that dude. Look at him; he looks amazing. Yeah, he's in great I'd shape. I'd die to be in that kind of shape. So I'm not going to talk shit about his push up. Well, I'm just form. I'm just answering the question. I'm just answering the question. Well, that's my answer. Julio Contreras, did you guys see the video of Suzuki telling Archer to win tonight? I did, and it was great. Oh, it was like a cameo? It was like a, a yeah, match like chat? Yeah, like a, a match chat question, yeah. <laughs> uh, Monty Brown did one, too, for Lance Archer. Oh, was that what that was? Okay. Uh, that's funny. Uh, let's see here. I wonder if Archer went to, like, uh, TNT or uh, Tony Khan, who's like, hey, I've got these cameos. Can we run them? Like, you did the Jericho thing, and Tony Khan was like, uh... Oh. Yeah, just uh, email them. Well, to they, didn't, they didn't run them on the show. Archer just tweeted them out. No, I know. I'm wondering if he oh, brought okay. them to gotcha. Tony and said, "Hey, can we put oh, these maybe. on TV?" Mm, no. He, he's like, "Did you get Tanahashi in one?" No, I got Suzuki. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Well, then no. Sorry. Only the ace. Uh, Let's see here. Dean Fish. Do you think we could see after MJF joins the inner circle, MJF wins the world title? And then oust Jericho from the group. I knew this wasn't going to happen, but like, and I now it's definitely not going to happen because of what Ortiz said. But like, I was really hoping. I'm like, man, especially because, as cringy as it could be sometimes, that whole singing along to Jericho's theme song, it's totally like he'd be, he'd blow up as a face. You know, I mean, he's basically one anyways, kind of, because people love him so much. But, like, have MJF just buy the inner circle out from under him, except for Sammy. That's where I thought they were going to go with this, is that everybody else can be considered hired hands. You get Hager, you get uh, 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 Ortiz and Santana. Sammy's the one guy who actually has loyalty to Jericho. So MJF basically buys the services out from under Jericho, and Mm -hmm. he's left with Sammy, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like instant face, and you have MJF take over the inner circle. It's entirely possible, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Maggie, uh, who do you guys, 
uh, think has the better chance of getting the AEW title first, Archer or, or Omega. Oh, Kenny. Omega's totally getting Kenny's it. Kenny's going to get it next. Kenny's totally getting it. That's going to be in uh, February. When was Revolution's February, right? Yeah, it's February, yeah. Yeah, they might wait till uh, double or nothing for that, but that's happening. That's totally happening. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Kenny wins a tournament. That's gonna the next thing's gonna be Revolution. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But that's still three months after he wins the tournament. I don't know if they're, they're gonna wait that long. They might have Kenny win the title on Dynamite. Mox can take some time off. He'll take some time off, defend the U.S. title, cut some match chat questions. There you go. Jorge D. A month in the Miro on AEW is AE, is AEW dropping the ball on Miro? This gamer gimmick is meh. And him with Kip feels forced. Now, because if you look at if you look at now, I'm I agree with that sentiment. I don't like it. Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. But look at Brody. Like, the first week Brody Lee was on, it was like, oh, wow, this is cool. He's doing this. And then it was sort of like, okay, where are you going with this? And then you see what he does on being the elite, and it's like, oh, this is great. He's yeah. fantastic. So yeah. give Miro some time to flesh out whatever it is he's doing to let him connect with the audience in whatever way he's going to connect with them. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll take another look three months from now, you know? And this thing with Kip is not a permanent a tag team partnership thing. It's I not. really hope not. It's not. I don't want them to be a tag team. I want to see Miro crush on his own. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, one of you guys gets to eat a steak dinner with Jericho. The other gets a spa day with Britt Baker. You like getting pedicures, right? Yeah, they're awesome, and I desperately need one right now. I've got right. my, the bottom of my feet. Are, this is horrible. Um, yeah, I don't envy anybody who comes in contact with them. Uh, yeah, I'd take the spa day because there's the possibility that Adam Cole would be there too. It's true. It's true. That'd be rad. That would be cool. You can have your steak with Jericho. I guess so. (laughs) No? No good? I mean, I like a good steak. You'd rather have a spa day? I've never had a pedicure before. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, they're great. I've never had my a feet are in pretty good shape, but though. I've had a pedicure. Doesn't matter. It, it's oh man, it's fantastic. It's really something else. Hmm. Uh, White brownie with Sheeta in the same position as Oscar. No real challengers. How should AEW handle her booking going into full gear? I mean, like Nyla Rose, she has a match. Yeah, she's the more contender. She hasn't gotten her match in months. That should be the match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that totally should be the match. Yeah. It's it's a different situation because with Oscar, she doesn't have any challengers because she beat everybody, which is yeah. kind of great to be honest with you. Um, yeah. In Sheeta's case, yeah, she's beaten a lot of people, but like she really hasn't had that many title defenses. Yeah, the uh, flats says I think they're kind of fumbled Mox's opponent at full gear. It's inevitable whoever wins the tournament beats Mox eventually. Should FTR main event? I think it was Mox Kingston in like a crazy I quit last man standing lights out type thing. That'll get people talking as a main event. They are they, they want their world title to main event the shows. Yeah, no, I think Kingston's great, man. I think that's I think oh, he's that's outstanding. Fantastic. That's really. And if there's great. a good story, if they can tell a good story between now and then, and you know, put together a really interesting match. Here's the one thing yeah. they can't do. You're right. It need it needs some sort of story hook. Well, I mean, it's only three weeks from now. It's only three weeks. You have one week Kingston does a promo, the next week Mox does a promo, the last week they do like a video recap, and then they have the match. Because uh, what I was going to say is if it was like six weeks, right, 
you need some sort of story hook because you can't just expect Kingston to go out there with a microphone and say, okay, you have 10 minutes. That's good. That would get old really quick. But with only with three weeks, when is full gear? It's the first weekend of November the 7th, I think. Okay. Seventh that's, yeah, that's nothing. I mean, the next episode of... Then yeah, so what is there like three? There's 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 three more three more dynamites. There's three yeah. more dynamites. Yeah, it's that. It's Kingston promo. Our next week is gonna be a Mox promo, and maybe Kingston will have a face to face. Then they'll have like a Mox promo and a Kingston promo, and then they'll do a recap video, and then you have the match the next week. So you don't need all that much. Yeah. Uh, Zondo has the AEW power rankings now become a debt a detriment since they used that instead of making stories. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. They're just so inconsistent with how they implement them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they'll use it. They'll use their power rankings to motivate matches, motivate stories, but far too often they don't. Yeah, I think. I think that they're fine. I think that. I mean, I'd, I. I want them to pay off that Brandon Cutler Peter Avalon thing. I thought they were supposed I to. Do they actually have a match and then like had a walk finish or something? Yeah, they're supposed to have another match on Dynamite or on on Dark. I thought it was last night. Oh really? I thought. Mm. Uh, Yoshible off topic. Did you guys see John Cena got married again? I just saw that right before we started. Yeah, it's good for him. I was watching. Congratulations, John. Earlier today, this is totally unrelated, but this morning on Twitch, Ryback was live streaming his show, and uh, Austin Aries was his guest, and they were talking about nutri- uh, fitness nutrition stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't anything that seemed out of the ordinary. I was I only All listened right. to it for like five minutes, and Ryback was like, you know, I wake up in the morning and I get my back really hurts, and I get up. And they were just, they were talking about different types of protein. That's what they were talking about. Lost well, Aries was just talking about a. Uh, he wasn't even all. He uh, he was with um I, I guess a lady friend. I don't know if it's a significant other or not, but she seemed to be pretty knowledgeable in terms of protein stuff. Oh, I just know that uh, Austin Aries is at least a vegetarian, if not a vegan. I remember he was talking about going to the the store and buying uh, like bags of pre-cooked lentils and just eating those. Mm, mm -hmm. But lentils are great. I like lentils, but I don't know if I can just get a spoon and dig into a a bag of lentils. It's a huge commitment to probably eat the way he eats, you know. But uh, anyways, Moses opposes. Over the last year, which legend do you think has added the most to AEW? Well, you got Jake, you got Arn, you got uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine sitting out there in the crowd. Tully, uh, probably Tully. Tully. Probably Tully. He's actually affected matches and shit. Yeah, that's true. Kelvin that's true. Kelvin Wells. What about Taz? Taz. He put together a team, Team Taz. Team Taz. He's got Taz technique. Kelvin Wells. Cody used a lot of heelish tactics tonight. Well, I think he, he was just really aggressive. He was sometimes overly aggressive. Uh, could he be teasing a heel turn? I don't know. We've been know. saying that ever since he won the TNT title initially, though. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, yeah. dude, if he's going to have a match with Darby, maybe there's going to be a turn there. Here's the thing. He did just have his hair dark and was wearing dark suits. That's what you usually do when you turn heel or about to turn heel. And then he dyed his hair blonde again. Yeah, so he's back I'll believe it. Of- I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Joshua Martinez, thank you for the sub. Morpin Ravioli, my main problem at the moment with AEW is that they have telegraphed a lot of story outcomes and they drag them out way too long. I don't need MJF and Jericho saying the same stuff every week. Uh, I think that's a valid point to make. Yes. And Joshua, thank you for the gifted sub. 
Uh, we have a couple here on the Discord. And Shive with Sean Spears apparently back on TV and feuding with Scorpio Sky. Is this a hint that this Four Horsemen faction is coming very soon? I thought we'd get something cool today, to be honest with you. But that's nope. just me wanting it. Believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Believe it when I see it. Crossface chicken stain. Sammy being obsessed with Matt and MGF coming into the picture via suck-up. Will Sammy get kicked out of the inner circle? Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like my scenario. Uh, Dr. Steve Winters, Turner Networks, buys the rights to Unsolved Mysteries. Being the foremost authority on the Unsolved Mysteries, Cody comes up to you to come up with an Unsolved Mysteries match. What's the stipulation? Who's going over? Oh, that's good. It's a match that would have to have some sort of update. So, like... Here's the update. The dusty finish. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's the update. Yeah, so, like, you have the match, but then it's got a dusty finish, finish, which is the update. Of course, the dusty finish yes. is the match finishes, but then it's overturned. Uh, so the heel wins. So the heel wins. The big face wins. It's overturned for whatever machinations. Mm -hmm. The heel wins. Yeah. Uh, Adrian C seems like they're setting up all the big moves for full gear. Bucks win uh, versus FTR. Darby finally gets a, a belt beating Cody. Uh, Cody. Kenny wins the tournament, beats Mox in the same night. Seems like too much for one evening. They have yet to confirm, I don't think, that the winner of the tournament gets a title shot that night. I don't night. think it's that night. I don't think it's that night. Um, and I don't know, man. I, the Bucks versus FTR, you got two bad guy teams. I don't know that the Bucks are going to come out of this four-way match they might continue their rampage of uh i don't know i don't know uh anyways twitch chat stay tuned we'll answer some more of your questions that's going to do it for us for the show today though thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson enjoy tons of bonus videos including patron only live shows gameplay and vintage 10 for the wins access to podcast question threads the friendo care package and so much more support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. 
Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 